everything you do is essentially uh, you hold it hold. Yeah, you hold the door open and you're you're engaging in politics. Well, I think I'm distilling something that Aristotle said, but essentially politics is ethics applied to culture. And that's what yes. it is, you know, because th yes. that goes that goes for everything, though. Um, it goes for, uh, you know, should we fix the roads in your neighborhood? Well, that doesn't seem like an ethical consideration. But in reality, if you have a, a limited amount of resources, you do have to make a decision about who deserves said road and who doesn't based on. Uh, based on necessity, based on uh, the economic situation, based on charity. I mean, these are these are legitimately ethical questions. Um, and even the founders of the United States, I mean, for all the flaws in the American Revolution, it's made for a moral and religious people. They understood that, okay, with this amorphous separation of church and state, you couldn't separate the religiosity from the state. Let's put it that way. Even, you know, even they were able to understand that as classical liberal thinkers. Um, but today it's gone to the point where we've gone past the, the erroneous yet, let's say, more lukewarm classical liberalism of the founding of uh, America and Canada. And now we're in the place where you're basically expected to believe that religion has no place in, in, in uh, politics at all to the point where it's antithetical towards that. So we can't even look at what's happening on an ethical level with any accuracy whatsoever. That is back to the myth of neutrality. Yeah. Uh, John Damascus once again says that uh, politics is downstream from culture and culture comes from your ethics. Well, where do we get our ethics from? Well, we know it's from God through the church. That's where it comes from. So when right. you cut that off, you're not just cutting off your culture, your art, your music, your, your architecture, your medicine, your universities, academia, whatever. You're not just cutting that off. What you're cutting off is the source, the wellspring. And when you do that, and then you are left with only the subject of politics, then politics is supposed to be an ends to a means or a, a means to an end. It reverts back to if it's if it's uh, faith, culture, politics, politics reverts back to serving not itself, but the culture and the faith. But mm -hmm. when you cut those things off, it serves itself. And what mm -hmm. do we end up with? People that are only concerned about power and money. And if you only want power and money, you'll do anything to get it unless it's restricted by a line you won't cross. Mm -hmm. That's where the mafia comes in. Okay. So why don't you tease out for us, uh, that myth of neutrality is really important. Why don't you tease out for us um, where this idea of the mafia comes in, give us the basics. We've got about 10 minutes before the break. Sure. Um, so I think we can get a good amount in here, and then we can continue on the other side. So what's this? where's this idea of the actual, not just the mafia in like a, a generic sense, but the actual idea of the mafia come in for you? Yeah, so... Uh, there are many different types of mafia and not uh, even the Italian or Sicilian mafia call themselves mafia right. in their aged history. Uh, every country that has vice, they'll have a outlaw group supplying that. Uh, and it's not just drugs and uh, yeah. money and so forth. Uh, it, it could be human trafficking, but it can also be vote fixing. It could be yeah. bribery and extortion. All these groups share a particular four-step process, and this is very clear if you examine how they operate. First is influence peddling, which we know is payola. The second is, mm. well, if I can't get this person to give me what I want through paying him, then I'm going to extort him. I'm going to plant pictures on him. Lie. Call him right. a racist, call him a right. Nazi, call him this, call him that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when that doesn't work, the third step, it's a threat of violence. And then when that doesn't work, then violence. Mm -hmm. But every army and kingdom in history mm -hmm. has always done that. That's how Rome became powerful. And then it became Christian. 
So, so let's so, just do those four steps again for people that are listening at home. This because this is really this is really insightful. I really appreciate this. Uh, you say influence peddling. It's lobbyists. <laughs> uh, extortion. Extortion. That's uh, lockdown mandates. Uh, threat of violence. That's forced vaccination. And violence is thrown in prison for not agreeing to, to said uh, forced vaccination. In this cycle of politics, that's what it is. But it's been something wow. on every decade. It's been um, just just whatever it is. Ozone, global warming. Um, mm-hmm. If we don't go and stop communists in Vietnam, then they're going to spread throughout the world. Well, guess what? The Wall Street uh, tycoons were already funding the communist revolution since the Bolsheviks. And that's a fact. And they mm-hmm. financed uh, China and the spread of, of communism throughout Southeast Asia while they sent our men to fight them. This is documented. This is not theory. So when you know these types of things, you know the type of character that you're dealing with with this type of enemy. And when they're willing to go that far, you have to understand you will never be represented. And you can never participate in a political system running for it if you do not sign loyalty pledges to certain types of special interest. If that's the case and you say, I'll just vote, well, you're voting for the same kind of people. So what's next? Well, we know it's not the, you know, certain, let's just say certain people. Uh, One particular person's name rhymes with Alex Jones. Uh, Now, he's great (laughs) on a lot of things, but you are dreaming. If you think a hundred million guys with AR-15s are going to storm the castle. And that is the problem is that that is also a type of Fed post. So how do you operate in a system that doesn't offer you a way to represent your politic that comes from Catholic faith, culture, and your way of dealing with people in the world? Well, like not murdering babies in the womb. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, then you have to operate in a similar way that these PACs, mm-hmm. the mafias, and others that operates outside the law. Now, I'm not saying go around hmm. and extort people and kill them and threaten them. I'm saying that, like, for instance, Father Burfett, my priest, yeah. he sued Governor Newsom and won an injunction against the enforcement of certain things, let's just say. Yeah. Now, he didn't do that alone. He did it with a legal body. So And so... Uh, we can do these types of things with a legal process, not with a violent process, but you're still disobeying the so-called legitimate authority. So, let, yeah, so let's so, so let's look at you're right there. So this is really good. I was talking with Eric Sammons on the other side of the break. By the way, if you're just tuning in right now, this is Kennedy Hall with my special guest uh, who's going to be on again sometime, I hope, because uh, this I'm, I'm learning a lot. And I can tell that from the people in the chat that they're enjoying this and you're a very well-spoken man. So thank you for coming on here. And course, thank um, you. And uh, you're welcome. And um, we were talking with Eric Sammons on the other side of the break about uh, forced vaccinations and how he's helping people get through that and the religious exemption and all that sort of stuff. And um, we, we've just read the book Liberalism is a Sin as a show. We went through that for a couple weeks. And one thing that you learn when you read that book, basically, how do you defend yourself against liberalism? It's not unchristian. No, okay. Don't listen to the the the, the lukewarm, milk toast. Uh, you know, gather us in kumbaya, uh, Catholics and, and other non denominational groups of the day. Uh, it's not a sin, and in fact, it's actually the opposite. It's a virtuous thing if you go after in a legal and uh, ethical way the enemy. Okay, so if the liberal, the state, the whatever, the communist is 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 trying to do something like take away your ability to go to mass 
Okay. Father Burfitt said, yeah, this legal system is uh, not something that is for children. It's not, it's not like an ethical place, uh, but it has tools and I can operate within there as a Catholic. I ought to go after the enemy so I can protect my flock. Uh, and he was correct in doing so. So if we look at these four things here, influence peddling. Okay, well, there's nothing wrong with using uh, the means available, whether that's whatever, social media, newspapers, whatever you have at the time from gaining influence in your society. What matters is what you're saying. If you're lying, that's wrong. But if you're telling the truth about an evil politician where the information is public, or you're um, putting out information out there about what you're trying to do for advocacy of the unborn, for example, as long as you're telling the truth and you're not going after persons in a slanderous way and saying things that are uh, untrue and, and cal calumnious, uh, that's a good thing to do. You can do that as a Catholic as well. As far as extortion, well, extortion is wrong because it's 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 based on a fallacy. But it's not wrong to say, I'm going to apply pressure on you with ethical and legal means. Catholics, other Christians need to do that as well. Threat of violence. Well, no, you can't go threaten violence. But you can say, we will be defending ourselves if you become violent with, with, with um, methods X, Y, and Z. Exactly. And then when it comes to it, uh, violence itself is not... It's not, it's not uh, unethical. It's just a matter of self-defense under the proper stipulation. So you can actually use these four pillars in the reverse is what I think you're saying. Yeah, and it's important to remember contextually that uh, it's a fallacy to believe that how you operate as a proper Catholic hmm. in one situation is not the same as other. And this has to do with another video I did recently on a subject that I find important for my own paradigm and as a Catholic paradigm is that you don't have ecumenism in our mm -hmm. love and you don't have ecumenism and the understanding of hate. Hate in Greek is miseo. It means to love less than. It doesn't mean malicious hate and violent mm -hmm. intent. Yes. 